Welcome to Rental Equip Talk Radio with your host, Donald Charbonnet. This is the radio program designed for industry insiders, as well as anyone interested in getting into the rental equipment industry. Now, here is Donald Charbonnet. And welcome to everyone. Hope you all are doing okay. I am your host, Donald Charbonnet, broadcasting live from hot and humid New Orleans. Summer is definitely here. Today's show is sponsored by CreditSafe. How do you check your customer's credit? Extend credit safely with CreditSafe. They're accurate, fast, and can save you some money. And, you know, you can also follow me on Twitter. I have a handle, at EquipTalk. It's kind of new to me, so bear with me, but hope that you will follow me along the way. A big thank you to all my continued listeners, to your friends and associates, especially our international crowd. It's very gratifying and growing, especially in Ireland, which has become the second largest audience uh, territory outside of the U.S. Surprising to me. Today's show is an open forum. Feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5790. And I hope you enjoyed last week's rerun of OSHA versus Silica with uh, Jason Stanchek with EDCO. Uh, lots of valuable information. Again, it was a rerun show, but there's also a great article by Jason in the newest uh, rental management uh, that came out uh, about safety and protecting not only your customers, but your employees. So here I have a favor to start the show. I've had several email requests to do a show about compensation, incentives, and bonus programs. So I need your help. The promise of anonymity is assured in that no company or personal names will be mentioned. I also made this request on LinkedIn for those of you who follow me there. So if you'd be so kind as to assist in this request, you can do it two ways. One, email me at rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com, or you can even text me with your program, which hides your name, to my phone, which is 504-615-0540. Again, that text number is 504 615 I hope to do the show within a week or so, depending on the feedback participation. Any position, any program, the more the merrier. Nothing is too uh, out of the box, so to speak, by position or by, you don't have to name specific percentages, but you can. Uh, Feel free to do what's comfortable for you, and please help me. Uh, Let's put this show together uh, together. And let's not forget that June is National Safety Month. I hope everyone is more aware and has a great month. The new Rental Management Magazine did a great job of focusing on the many aspects of safety, especially in the trailer and towing territory. And remember, you can always listen on demand after the show. Please let me know if there's a certain guest or subject, like I've had the request for the compensation, uh, that you'd like to have on the show, and I'll do my best to get them. Again, that email address is rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. I also wanted to make mention of the new REO reports that is out, the top 100. I wonder how it would look if you took the specialty rental companies out, like 
say, a Greco and Nesco who focus on bucket trucks and power generation, and the crane companies who are not really full-service regular rental companies, and then how it would look. And if you pull the cat people out, it would look even crazier. But they do, in fact, rent a variety of construction equipment. So uh, I guess leave them in for the moment. But I think the, uh, the rankings would change, and I think some more great folks would be added to the lists. So today, as always, I have a few subjects I'd like to address, like inspiring your team, what if you couldn't fail, weeding out bad fits, and more. So let's get started. You know, sometimes I feel like a professor up here, but I I really hated school growing up. Anyway, first, let's talk about inspiring your team. Building a culture that allows teams to thrive is critical to being a best place to work. The physical work environment is important, but the employee's daily experience, both with their direct leaders and the teams they work on, is what differentiates best from the rest. Traditionally, Team success has been evaluated by one simple metric. Is the team producing what it's supposed to produce? But a more progressive lens encompasses success in terms of how much a team propels overall growth. Effective, high-performing teams take on ambitious goals, know the competitive landscape, innovate, clear the toughest obstacles, and own the idea of building a better future for the company. They sustain and grow the team's and the firm's capability in the process. So what makes inspiring teams different from ordinary teams? Research with more than 70 high-level executives found that such teams have four core capabilities that are consistently kept front and center. So let's talk about them. Number one, clear boundaries and focus. Inspiring teams have goals and roles that are clear and agreed on, and members are held accountable. Roles reflect team members' strengths and aspirations. Together, members focus on the highest priorities and achievement. If your team is lacking this drive for results, ask yourself, what ambitious goal should we be more focused on? Throw some examples out there. Best branch in our company. Highest utilization in our company. Most new accounts. Whatever. But goal setting is very important. Next. Which of our individual strengths can each of us use to achieve them? And you know, in our business, there's so many different positions, and they all contribute in their own way. And thirdly, what obstacles must we overcome to succeed? The fact that you stop and identify the obstacles at, let's say, a group meeting is a great start. I think it's important that each department knows what the other is up against. And if there's an obstacle that someone is uh, 
seeing on a regular basis, pulling the team together to help overcome it will help in the succession of solving the problem. The second one, communication and alignment. Inspiring teams adopt practices and build systems that support strong coordination, high integrity, and the sharing of information. They develop a culture of trust, encouraging each team member to be open about goals, progress, and achievements, obstacles again, and struggles. The team self-regulates and is locked in on the highest priorities while declining pursuits outside the larger vision. If your team is lacking alignment, ask yourself three things. To achieve our goals, what information do we need to have and share? And as always, I've mentioned in this day of software programs, some of the information may be there, it's just a matter of extracting it from your software program. Second, how did the team's goals align with the company's larger goals and mission? And third, what methods and channels of communication do we need to strengthen to better our performance? And this goes for the whole company. Third, connection, trust, and inclusion. Inspiring teams appreciate diversity and social sensitivity. They promote emotional safety so all members can be themselves and feel confident to contribute. They identify and acknowledge one another's strengths and those of the team's collectivity. Excuse me, collectively. They ask for and offer help, and they are willing to sacrifice for the greater good if needed. You just never know if somebody in a different position may have a better idea about something that's going on in another part of the company. Teams high in connection and trust make the experience of working together energy giving as they advance their collective aims. If your team is lacking connection and trust, ask yourself, what binds us as a team and how can we lean on one another more when we need it most? And how can we know one another in new ways? Again, all this breaks down to communication and some more meetings. And the fourth one is on the hunt. Inspiring teams are never satisfied. They're always looking for a better way or greater opportunity. They have a healthy competitiveness, knowing when the status quo no longer works, and they look for ways to stay ahead of the curve. Visionary and innovative teams understand that experimentation, failure, and bouncing back are essential to sustainable success. If your team is lacking in a vision and innovation, ask yourself these questions. 
If there were no constraints, what could we achieve? How can we iterate, experiment, and learn together? And third, what beliefs or assumptions do we hold that are blocking us? What alternative beliefs could spark creativity? And as a final note on this subject, don't forget to spike the ball. As humans, we are tribal, hardwired to need one another and to be needed. Sharing experiences, whether they're big milestone wins, meals, or volunteer work, builds a positive collective memory and connection. All of these things will make your team experience much better and inspire your team along the way. And as always, it all comes down to the leadership and communication from top to bottom, be it a single operation, a regional operation, or one of the huge nationals, and how they disseminate that information to keep everybody on the same page. At that point, we will come back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Genie Z60 slash 37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60 slash 37 FE boom lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit genielift.com. Genie genuine parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom Lifts, visit genielift.com. That's genielift.com. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website at genielift.com. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. 
This is Rental Equip Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the show today, uh, the 5th of June, 2019. And we just finished talking about the subject of improving, uh, excuse me, inspiring your team. So we're moving on to a new subject uh, that should be pretty interesting. Here's the question. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? And failure is something that every business always has the opportunity to do. Been through a few of them myself. You heard, you, you learn from some of those things and. You know, there's a there's an old saying I, I wrote down the other day. It says, uh, I've traveled a long way, and some of the roads weren't paved. So that ought to give you an indication uh, about some of the hard knocks that uh, I personally have been through along the way. But, so, the subject of failure, that truly is the billion-dollar question, and it's timeless. If you brush aside the image of what success should look like, and consider what success means to you. Research says the answer involves rising above the inevitable challenges and overcoming their own perceived limitations. When we look at those we admire most and glean the best insights from, rarely do we see the whole story, the struggle, the triumph, the self-doubts, the rising, the fear, the courage that so many people have gone through that we look up to today. If we're lucky, they write an autobiography or somebody makes a film based on their life and we get a glimpse into the incredible journey that they've been through. For the most part, however, ultimate success feels unattainable to many, if only just out of reach. So what if succeeding at anything was as simple as having a few things in place? That just sounds too good to be true, doesn't it? Consider the possibility that you, yes you, can succeed at anything. I believe the anatomy of success can be broken down into five pieces. When I say I, I meaning the research that I've done on this subject. First, vision. Vision sets the foundation for the life you want. Without a vision, that purpose, that why, we can easily fall victim to our circumstances, fail to take ownership, and get sidetracked when something easier or shinier comes along. Every single area of life will flourish with vision and struggle without it. If I don't have a vision for my family, others will enroll us into theirs based on their agendas and belief. If I don't have a vision for my marriage, it becomes increasingly difficult to draw the line when work keeps cutting into our date nights or just general time together. If I don't have a vision for my health, 
exercise, and healthy eating fall by the wayside when I get busy. Consider what you want, why you want it, what that looks like, and what impact it'll have when you get it. And keep the vision front and center. The second would be commitment. Those with 100% commitment are unstoppable. When we fully commit to something or someone, regrets are impossible. There is no failure, only feedback. With true commitment, there's no taking the easy way out. No quitting out of fear of rejection or failure. No mediocrity, only excellence. What does commitment look like? Well, taking risk, persisting, putting your heart into it, and not letting circumstances get in the way. How committed are you today to your life, your relationships, your career, and your health? The third one, authenticity. Be yourself. Why? Because everybody else is taken. Remember that one. If you cringe at the word authentic, look, I get it. Authenticity is one of those words that are thrown around lightly, like a sprinkle of Parmesan on a Supreme pizza that already looks super busy. Think of it this way, gives people reason to justify being themselves at the expense of others. At the end of the day, few of us legitimately want to be jerks. We want acceptance, belonging, and understanding. We want to come as we are and be good enough. If we aren't okay with ourselves, how can we expect anyone else to be? Authenticity should be the easiest thing in the world. It should be completely natural. It should be the norm, but it isn't. In a world of people pleasing and fear of rejection, being our authentic selves is an acquired skill and a fine art. Those who dare to discover who they are and what they stand for are the ones who unapologetically and profoundly impact their world. Consider where you're itching to be free of the opinions of others and how you can shine in the glory that is your uniqueness without crushing the glory of uniqueness of the person next to you. Fourth, integrity. As the saying goes, a man or woman, a person, is only as good as his word or their word. Trust is fundamental in relationships, and our relationships are often a reflection of our own character. Anytime we say we will do something and then don't, we're out of integrity. 
when we were out of integrity, even on seemingly little things, like not showing up to a committed event on time, it chips away at trust. Trust with ourselves, trust with loved ones, trust with clients. The painful truth is that those who do not live with integrity are not trustworthy. Those without integrity will not reach their ultimate vision of success. We all fall out of integrity at some point or another. It's inevitable. Inconveniences happen, even despite best efforts and great planning. The key is to acknowledge the break of integrity and then recommit. Consider where you must acknowledge and recommit and be prepared to absorb the potential consequences of breaking integrity. Only then can you move forward to fully receive the success you seek. Five, competition. Animals in the wild routinely engage in fierce competition, not to crush their opponent, but rather so that both parties can refine and strengthen their skills. Think of a group of young lion clubs. They playfully taunt, tease, and romp in a large and a fairly aggressive way. They don't go in for the kill, they go in for the fun. And while they often walk away with a few scrapes and bruises, they emerge stronger, faster, and more resilient, ready to take on a real threat should they come across one. In the end, they are not opponents, they are on the same team. The underlying tone is an outward focus of bringing out the greatness in each other. In this form of competition, there's a profound sense of oneness, a sense that we all want the same thing, we're on the same team, and we can all win in the bigger picture. A piece of the pie for you is not one less piece of pie for me. The elusive pie in the sky is abundant with more than enough delicious pie to go around. Really, could it be that simple? It's okay if you have your doubts. I expect some of that. Humor me and put these five principles to the test. You just may get everything you want and more. Again, this is research that comes from the attempt to not failing along the way. With that, let's take another quick break and we'll go back to Voice America and come back with uh, a new subject uh, that'll talk about hiring folks right the first time. Back to you, Voice America. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The Genie Z60 37 FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60 37 FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit genielift.com. 
Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website at genielift.com. Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom Lifts, visit genielift.com. That's genielift.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equipped Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back. This is Donald Charbonnet, your host of Rental Equipped Talk Radio, broadcasting live from New Orleans. And uh, today we've been talking about inspiring your team and what if you couldn't fail. And I want to move on to another subject that deals with hiring the right people the first time. Here's some crazy stats for you. 4% of new employees leave a job after a bad first day. And 22% of employee turnovers occur in the first 45 days of employment. So don't leave your new hires confused or frustrated. Give them the tools, time, and attention they need to become the professionals you hired them to be with a structured program that outlines key milestones for new hires and their managers. We all know how expensive how expensive it is to hire, train, and retain new employees. If we do it right from the beginning, we can sure save a lot of money and uh, hopefully have some good employees for the long term, especially in our industry where there's so many positions in the rental industry from the from the front to the back to our haul truck drivers, everybody's important. There's nobody that isn't needed in this industry. So I came across uh, 10 interview questions to weed out the bad fits. So hopefully you make your right choice the first time. So here we go. Question number one. How long 
did it take you to get here for the interview? How long would it take at rush hour? You know, few people can tolerate a commute of more than an hour. They may take the job now out of desperation, but they're poor prospects long-term. And lengthy commutes are among the major reasons for turnover. Number two, what do you do for fun? It's a good question to help you discover if they can really get passionate about something. Are they mountain climbers, hill climbers, campers, kayakers, whatever the case may be? Baseball, leagues, bowling leagues, whatever. Number three, what do you already know about our company? You may assume everyone has Googled your company's name. If they haven't, you probably don't want them. What else would you like to know? Is there anything else that you really like or anything that gives you pause? Always research before you go in. Number four, where do you see yourself being two years from now, five years from now? You'll get an idea of how ambitious they are and or how realistic they are. If they're coming in for an inside sales job, they want, may want to aspire to say, I'd like to be in outside sales, or they may want to say that they want to be in management. You just never know. Number five, tell me about a recent time when you had a substantial disagreement with your direct supervisor or for those coming out of school or college professor. And how was it resolved? Now that you have the benefit of hindsight in retrospect, who was right? Number six, tell me about a business success you're really proud of. What do you think were some of the components that led to the success? Was it a team effort? Could you have done it alone? This will tell you if they're going to be a team player or if they're the Lone Ranger. Number seven, tell me about the last time you made a significant mistake. What did you learn from that experience? Hey, look, everyone has made mistakes. If the job applicant says he hasn't, think twice before hiring. Number eight, why do you want to work here? Little hint, if the candidate answers to earn the good salary that you posted, you probably don't want him or her. It's just about the money. Number nine, if we talk to your last supervisor, what do you think they would say? What would they say about your outstanding qualities? What shortcomings would they probably point out? So being honest up front with the person doing the interviewing is very important. And number 10, depending on what the resume looks like, you've been in the job market for a while now. Where else have you applied and where else did you get past the front door? How do we compare? Where does this opportunity rank in your mind? Where are we on a scale of one to 10? And what would it take us to be a 10? 
And when I say get past the front door, that means that you actually got an interview with that company. So those are just 10 kind of weird questions that you could ask to really get inside somebody's head to find out more about them rather than just what they have said in their resume. Because obviously they, we all post the best things on a resume to make ourselves look good. And uh, there's more to it than that. So next, I want to move on and I want to talk about feedback and some mistakes that you could be making. You know, feedback's an important thing in the learning process. So constructive criticism gets a bad rap for being daunting, stressful, and slightly cringeworthy. And that's become it often feels that way in the moment. It's only natural to take that offense when we're told that we need to improve. And when it comes to giving feedback, it's usually not done at the right time or the right way. Feedback is critically important in the workplace. We can't improve without feedback. And that's why it should be an ongoing process. Especially if you're a new hire, you need to know if you're doing things right or wrong before somebody comes in and says, you're out of here, you're doing this wrong when somebody, no one took the time to tell them what the correct way to do things were. Feedback is critically important in the workplace. We can't improve without feedback, and that's why it should be an ongoing process. We need to reframe how we see criticism at work. And by making feedback a core part of our company's culture, we can all become more comfortable with speaking up in a way that's both direct and constructive. There should be an ongoing performance management model, which includes providing feedback and assistance on a day-to-day basis. It can be difficult to strike the right balance between compassionate and direct. But if we start thinking about criticism more mindfully, the conversation can be both helpful and constructive. Here are four common mistakes we tend to make when given feedback. Make it one-sided. One way to think about constructive criticism is to see it as a conversation. Instead of viewing the dialogue as single-sided, it's helpful to tell someone, we didn't meet our goal on this, let's discuss what we can do about it. Making feedback a two-way discussion can help alleviate negative feelings and show your colleague you're compassionate about what they have to say. Listen to the employee's perspective and suggest that it is valid. Turn it into collaborative problem solving. Next, not offering constructive advice. Too often we bring up a problem that we notice without offering a solution. This mistake is most common in the workplace. The biggest mistake that supervisors make when providing feedback is being critical without providing constructive advice on how to improve. Instead of shaming someone for what they did wrong, try to provide your input in a way that's direct and specific. Give your perspective about what could be done to improve. Character generalization. 
In addition to how we communicate our feedback, there's a concept called person perception. It can hold us back from truly believing the person can improve. When evaluating someone's performance, we over-attribute failure to something about the person she's unmotivated or he's lazy without taking into account the situational factors that influence the performance. Instead of generalizing, take a step back and look at what happened in the situation. Was the initial expectation unrealistic? Did someone else slip up? Did the employee have the tools needed to reach the goal? And then there's always excessive sugarcoating. Many leaders swear by the compliment sandwich concept, where they wrap their criticism into two positive traits in hopes of not insulting the individual they're talking to. This common tactic can also lead to excessive sugarcoating, which may end up burying the message in a pile of compliments. One of the worst recommendations I've heard is Say something positive about performance and then give them the negative, as if the one will offset the other, and instead suggest getting straight to the point in a way that's both direct and helpful. The goal is to give performance feedback in a direct but constructive and supportive way, not to sugarcoat it. We all know through management or whatever position that we hold, that it's not always what you say, but it's the way you say it and where you say it. You don't want to run out in the middle of your yard and criticize your yard man for something that has happened that's gone wrong. It's more important to take time and bring him into the office so that he doesn't look bad in front of the rest of the employees, especially if you're trying to turn him into a good employee and give him the right tools to do the job and be a better, more productive employee to help with your customer and the growth of your company. And with that, we're going to take another short break before we come into the final segment of Rental Equip Talk Radio. This is Donald Charbonnet, and we're going back to Voice America. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website at genielift.com. Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. 
Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom Lifts, visit GenieLift.com. That's GenieLift.com. The Genie Z60-37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60-37FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit GenieLift.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equipped Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back to Rental Equipped Talk Radio in our final segment of the day. Uh, new subject, uh, the rental equipment business uh, in my opinion, is a stressful business. And if it's not, please call me and tell me why it's not. Uh, we're all busy, so I think it's very important to stay grounded and not lose sight of our main objectives. And so there's about eight productivity strategies that you can use to take on the most hectic days. And we all know, again, in this industry, sometimes it's hard to stay grounded and not lose our cool. So there's no such thing as a slow day when you're in the rental business. To me, the most anxiety-producing days are the ones where a lot of people are in need of more time. These are days filled with a never-ending stream of meetings, calls, requests, and interactions, with little time to reflect in between. And when the work backlog keeps rising and we don't have a minute of think time to ourselves, it can be easy to start operating in a reactive and not proactive state. Look. I love people. In my career to date, I've actually thrived when managing teams, but part of being successful is finding ways to remain calm and clear during hectic moments of what we would all call the journey. When days get crazy and difficult to manage, we can use a series of productivity hacks, mental tricks, and other strategies to make sure we're achieving progress, not simply motion. So here are some strategies for staying grounded and productive during a hectic day. First would be block out time for everything, not just meetings. Try putting everything you need to accomplish on your calendar. For example, you might block off 90 minutes to develop a plan for personnel reviews or an hour to work on recruiting. Blocking time also prevents you from spending more time than you think the task is worth. When that time is up, Time's up. It's time to stop. You can even block off time on your calendar to think. Set aside think time at least three times a week. Think time means no phone, no checking emails, 
just deep thinking and concentration. Learning in this deep thinking approach takes time. Second, do one thing at a time, period. When you're extremely busy, there's a temptation to multitask, especially in our industry. Have you ever had that moment when two people are texting you, someone is sending you email messages, and someone else is trying to get you on the phone? When it happens, your initial impulse is to jump from one to the other and answer everyone as quickly as possible. But you might try to fight that instinct and instead focus on each conversation to give it the attention it deserves. For example, if I'm on a call, I try to be 100% present. That means no texting or looking at email while I'm on the phone. You may multitask, you end up with two or more suboptimal results. Give all your attention to a single interaction at a time and the outcome will be better. Next, start each week by writing down one to three actions that will move the needle on your business. At the beginning of each week, write down the top three actions in priority order that you need to take to move the business forward. Revisit them daily to keep you focused. The work that matters most is rarely the quickest or easiest. It could be recruiting key talent, launching a new initiative, or raising money. It's easy for these larger efforts to get pushed to the next day, and the day after that, and so on. So make sure that the first thing you're thinking about each morning is one of your top priorities. And next, you can scan your calendar in advance, optimize when needed. Don't let another person, no matter how trusted, take full control of your time. It is your time. Scan your calendar in advance and recalibrate if necessary. For example, maybe there's a non-urgent meeting that requires a level of thoughtfulness you can't summon on a crazy day. Reschedule the meeting. The key is to do the rescheduling well in advance. That's far more gracious than running late, being distracted, or postponing at the very last minute. And next, you can reduce, excuse me, resist the temptation to put off certain internal meetings. This might sound like it contradicts the previous point, but try and resist the temptation to delay internal meetings when team members need your input in order to move forward. You want your team to feel happy and valued, which is in itself advances the business. And they often just need a quick clarification to be more focused and productive. Even on the craziest days, remember that your leverage comes from your team. Help them be more productive and you'll amplify your accomplishments. (laughs) Next, you can set your perspectives at the beginning of each day. Uh, You can never skip self-care and don't forget to enjoy it. As we start to come to the close, please don't forget about the compensation and incentive bonus survey. I really, really need your feedback. Remember, this show is for you and by you. And who knows, you might get something out of it. Email me or text me at 504-615-0540. Remember, you can always listen on demand. And I hope some of the issues discussed today either helped 
or provoke some questions for the success of your business and your personal well-being. Next week will be another open forum with hopefully some more interesting ideas and views. And if you'd like to be a guest, suggest a guest, advertise, or have a question, need a guest speaker or a consultant, give me a shout. Today's quote, measure everything because measurement matters. Challenge yourself to take one or more areas of your life or business that could use improvement and figure out what measurements matter to you. All the things discussed today from inspiring your team, ideas about failure, weeding out bad fits, uh, staying grounded, are all things that I think are personal issues that involve all team members along the way. So I focused a lot in the last number of weeks on hopefully getting you better people, aligning your team with the same ideas that the company projects through be it mission statements or strategic plans or marketing plans along the way. But the most important thing is that it's teamwork all the way in the rental business. It's been my honor to spend this time with you today. I am Donald Charbonnet, your host in the die hard of the rental industry, signing off. And remember that it's National Safety Month, so be safe and good renting. And I'll talk to you next week. Back to you, Voice America. Thank you all. Thank you for tuning in to Rental Equip Talk Radio. Be sure to join your host, Donald Charbonnet, next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until we speak again, have a great week.